Welcome to Bad Metaphor 9B. This is the second part of an interview that I did with Julie Doron back in August. And so we'll get right into it by talking by Julie talking about recording her newest album with Shotgun and Jaybird. But we just started last week and we didn't even really have necessarily all the songs ready, but we just thought let's just start, we'll do a song a day. And one of the guys was like writing a song, like he, we'd do one of his songs. And then he'd bring in a brand new song none of us had heard. He was like, I just wrote it today. And so we would write, we'd, rec- we'd learn it that night, record it that night. So this is the way we're recording this record is we're being taught the songs at night just before recording them and then playing them. And that's going well. We're recording it on a computer. And so it's, it's turning out well. And I think that these days, whatever way you can sort of record and get your music out, especially if you're independent, you just have to use those tools and go with it. But um, and we're being we feel really inspired right now, so we're that's why I think we're able to write songs in this process too. And we implied this quick deadline on ourselves out of nowhere because we promised like the world we'd have a record out in September. So we don't want to go back on our word. And we need to go on tour, so we need a record. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess that's kind of how you do it. It's kind of how you make a record. In the old days, you needed to have uh, you needed to be discovered by a record label. <laughs> it seemed, but now you don't need to you just do it yourself. Well, I've like recorded on tapes before, mm-hmm. and now, but like, how do you actually record a record? We're multi-tracking, which means we can do one track at a time. We just we do it the same way as you. It's the same as recording on a tape, only we can re-record. We could put many tracks on that tape. Only we're not using a tape. We're using digital performer on the computer. So we can just keep making a new track. So you can start off with like four tracks, four channels for the drums. We get those down and then we, we put like the bass or the guitar. Start and open another channel. And you just can you can just add as many as you want with a computer. So it's the same as this, you just press record. Set up the microphones. We set up the microphones first. You get a level. And then someone says, okay, ready? You press and play back, and then you listen in your headphones, and you just play along with it. This is the way we're doing it right now, because that's all the equipment we have. I've recorded with other bands where we all stand in the room together, and you have dividers, like little walls, so that your amps aren't bleeding into the drums and the drum mics aren't. And then you play all together. That's really fun, but we don't have that in our budget right now for Shotgun and Jaybird. But I have done that quite a bit, and it's, it's quite fun. Um, that's, I think, the best way I can answer your question about how you actually make the record. How you make... And then you have to pick a sequence and stuff after the fact. So after all the songs are mixed, then you, you sit down with everybody and you think, okay, well, what song should go first and what song should go second? And you make the list after. You don't really need to know right on the top what's going to go where. But and sometimes you have no idea what instruments you want to put on it, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, a banjo would be great on this song, and then who's, who's going to play the all? So-and-so will do the banjo, and then you run out and grab it, and, or whatever, like an organ or harmonica, 
something out of there. I don't think we put any of those on the, you know, we put on an organ the, the other day on a song. But, yeah, you just make the decisions as you go, and you just press record. Well. Films on a cassette. Well, like, what do you do with, well, what instruments do you usually use? Well, I, for the Julie Duran music, I tend to mainly use guitar and voice. And then if it's like a full band album, then I've had drums and bass and other guitars on there as well. Um, I sometimes put piano. Um, I've used a little bit of harmonica. I've had trumpet. Um, some keyboard. And yes, I have used some keyboard. Um, my French record, I, I got a friend of mine to do some remixes, so he triggered some sounds and did like loops and stuff, and he did some more electronic stuff on him, on some of the songs. Um, but generally, I think those are the instruments I've used and pretty much used. I've used banjo. Yeah, but generally I'm most comfortable playing the guitar. I like to have like one piano song on each record, but the last record I did, we did it in a rehearsal space and there was no piano. Well, and then I recorded at my friend's house. The other three songs, I think my friend did like an overdub of like some type of keys, some type of like a Wurlitzer, I can't remember what, some type of vibraphone, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, I've used like some xylophone type stuff before too. But, yeah. I mean, some of the records, too, like, there was, like, one song on the record I did down in Memphis where the guys, like, they sang through a long tube, and the microphone was at the end, end of the tube, and and uh, it sounds really cool. Yeah, I, I think, uh, but generally I kind of stick with the traditional instruments only because I usually don't have time to experiment too much if I'm in the studio. It's expensive. Julie played in almost every band. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like that. I did at least six or seven performances that weekend. Yeah. Well, every day you were something. Yeah, I was kind of running around like crazy. Well, so right now we're talking about Sappy Records Music Festival, the first annual Sappy Records Music Festival, which happened this year in Sackville, New Brunswick, from August 4th till August 6th. And... Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to answer your question, which was asked just before we turned on the machine, I think. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk about Sappy Records Music Festival for a second. <laughs> Is that okay? Wait, let me ask the question. <laughs> okay, good. Ask the question. <laughs> well, could you tell us a bit about Sappy Records Festival? Yeah, I would love to tell you about the Sappy Records Festival. Um, well, it's a festival that was organized by uh, the three sort of owners of Sappy Records, which was Paul Henderson and John Clater and myself, Julie Dwaron. And although I have to admit full on that Paul Henderson did most of the work, John Clater as well did most of the work. And uh, I sort of was there for moral support. <laughs> but once that was for the organization of the festival. But once we were in once the festival was in full swing, I think I did. I pulled through and did my share of work. And so then we decided to do the festival um, because we decided to start up the label again in the spring. 
and so we wanted to sort of have like a big party for starting up the label and uh, drawing attention or raising awareness that we were a label again. And so that's we thought it'd be fun to do this festival. And in Sackville, New Brunswick, there is no festival like this. I mean, there's lots of festivals around Canada every summer or during the year. And so we thought it'd be super fun to have all these people, especially our friends who live out of town, come up and spend a weekend with us. So we brainstormed a little bit, started to make a list of who we would want to play, and we knew we couldn't really afford to play like, we couldn't offer a lot of money to the bands, so we mainly picked friends of ours um, and people we knew who would want to play. And then when I called some of the Eric Strip members to see if they wanted to play solo sets, all of a sudden I brought it, I was like, the next time I talked to them, I was like, ooh, what do you think of the idea of doing an Eric Strip show? And everyone thought it was a great idea, which, because specifically because it was going to be happening in Sackville in a small town, and there wouldn't be more than 300 people, and it wasn't some big Toronto show. So... They were excited, and once we had the confirmation from Eric's trip, then we really went full on for the festival in a bigger way, and we were really excited. We put together the festival. It, it did really well, and I think that the whole weekend, what we tried to do is we tried to have like a lot of outdoor activities. We tried to have each night the, the main show each night that people would be buying tickets for, and um, we just tried to pick music we really liked, and... Uh, and we picked a lot of local bands, too, like from Halifax and stuff. Uh, that was just really enthusiastic about being a part of it. So I think the, f the overall weekend was really fun, and we all feel great about how it turned out. And uh, it took quite a few days to recover. We were all very tired. But um, it went great, and I really... The kids had fun, and uh, just... Or th when I say the kids, I guess I was thinking of mine, but any of the kids who were there for the daytime shows had fun sitting on that like outdoors on the carpet <laughs> but um yeah it was fun we did an open mic we did a songwriters circle thing we did like uh, some like a children's book readings and we did uh, other sort of more adult readings and uh, uh, what else do we have just the afternoon sh like the early evening shows the barbecue or whatever I think it was a good festival overall, and I think that the people who came from away really enjoyed it. And there was a lot of people who came up from Ontario who loved it, and uh, it was just a nice weekend to do. Uh, and it was just to, it was mainly to have a big party in our town <laughs> and uh, celebrate with music. Do you have your own website? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, like, what's that website? The address? Yeah. We have a couple websites. Uh, there's the Julie Duaron website, which is just www.julieduaron.com. And that one was down for a little while, but now it's back up. And that's thanks to Paul Henderson at Sappy Records. He worked that all out for me. Um, and then there's sappyrecords.com. So those are the two websites where you can find me sp pretty much directly. But the Sappy one is probably more updated than mine because I'm, I don't... I don't contact my webmaster often enough, whereas Paul from Sappy is the webmaster of that site. So that works out well. Um, then there's other, like, I'm also on my other labels, like, my records come out on different labels, which is one of them's Endearing, Rec Endearing Records, which I think the website's endearing.com. And then I'm also on Jag Jaguar, so they're jagjaguar.com. Uh, but my own website's julieduaron.com.
I also have a MySpace page. If people want to order any of your mm -hmm. records, what do they do? Well, they can order them. Th they, they can definitely order them online, either through the labels that they're on right now, which are, like I said, um, Endearing and Jag Jaguar, here in North America. So, all the records that have come out in the past are on those labels, available through those labels, or they can order them through Amazon. I know for sure. There's a, m a lot of different places online, but um, they can't order them through Sappy yet because I don't have one on Sappy yet. But um, they can order, well, I'm out of t-shirts too, but technically, Sappy, we can buy like Shark and Jaybird stuff on Sappy. I think we can buy t-shirts and, and their CD. Um, and it's just through PayPal. So definitely, but the Julie Duran, we don't have PayPal on the Julie Duran site, so people would have to go to Julie Duran and then link up to the places where they can find the music, which is a, there's a pretty good little s section on the website that says how you can buy it. But, yeah, so I would say com will set everybody up with the links they need. <laughs> or they can go to stores, and that they're supposed to be in stores. We'd like to thank Julie Dwaron for doing this interview. And, well, that's bad metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> You can email us at podcast.badmetaphor.com or you can leave a comment on our blog there, just at badmetaphor.com. Well, blog.badmetaphor.com. Okay, thanks. Thank you.